There are some things in this world that go way beyond human understanding. Things that cannot be explained. Things that most people don't want to know about. That is where we come. Do you know what the most frightening thing in the world is? It's fear. We all go a little mad sometimes. Every you do, don't fall asleep. I'm afraid! Don't be afraid! No. Be afraid. Be very afraid. What an excellent day for an exorcism. It's all true. The boogeyman is real. And you found him. And there's no more room in hell. The dead will walk here. I see dead people. Listen to them. Children of the night, what music they make. And welcome back to Ghost Frickin' Talkin'. Ghost Frickin' Talkin', or as we learned from the last episode, Ghost Frickin' and Talkin'. Ghost Frickin' and Talkin'. Uh, as you notice, our logo, uh, we, our name, everything is Ghost Frickin' and Talkin'. Even though we're just going to ignore that, and it is Ghost Frickin' Talkin'. Here at the channel, we do not care about spelling and grammar. No, we are not the grammar police. We are paranormal uh, fans, right? I wouldn't say we're professionals. Uh, even even though I don't think there are professional paranormal people, uh, because th- you can't go to school for paranormal. There's no learning a paranormal. It's all a guess game. Um, but I guess if you get on TV, I guess that promotes you as being a professional paranormal person. I guess. Ah, but let me introduce myself. Uh, my name is Nick. And I am Trenton. We are a father-son duo team being found wherever you're listening to via podcast or also here on YouTube at Ghost Frickin' Talkin'. Uh, you can see our lovely faces here on YouTube, so if you guys are listening via podcast, make sure to check out our YouTube channel because we do have some exclusive content out there for you to come in and watch. But tonight, ladies and gentlemen... Tonight is our special episode. It is Halloween. Halloween. Uh, the spookiest day of the year. Um, not so much this year, though. Yeah, you don't get that feeling. Um, you know, because even driving through like uh, neighborhoods and shit, you don't see anybody decorated really much. See, I think it's just... Like, the seasons going by and, like, climate change and, like, yeah. how it's, like, really hot one day and then, like, the next is, like, a negative something. Yeah. Or, it's really or, weird. Or or have people moved away from the Halloween spirit? Are people losing Halloween spirit because maybe Christmas is being thrown in our face so fast now? See, uh, that's also kind of thinking because like it's already like a week away from halloween and we're already getting like sales for christmas stuff yeah, yeah. We're, we're on the radio the other day all of a sudden we hear ching 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 i'm like what the fuck i'm like 
Halloween hasn't even showed its face yet, and we're already listening to Christmas music. Okay, um, I will admit, I like for some reason, like it's uh, the one day, right? I'm just like sitting there. I'm like, dude, I kind of want Halloween to be over with, so I can listen to Christmas songs for some reason. Like in my mind, was just like, yo, Halloween needs to get over. Shut your fucking mouth. I didn't. Bro. I don't want it to happen. <laughs> Shut your mouth. You are no son of mine. I'm you have sorry, been disowned. Just, no, I, I love Halloween. Halloween's my favorite time of year. But it, <laughs> that one day was just like, dude, I want Halloween yeah. over with. I just want to feel that Christmas vibe. Yeah. And, and if you notice behind us, we actually have a pumpkin, uh, a jack o' lantern. This is actual jack o' lantern. This is real. Uh, it was carved out yesterday. Um,. And this was a free pumpkin we received at an event in Beloit, Wisconsin, where they were handing out free pumpkins, spreading the holiday joy like people should, right? Yeah, that that, that pumpkin is pretty sweet, isn't it? It is, but it's, like, super weird. It's, like, a warm on, like, one side. Uh, well, so I'm just like, hmm, oh, is it cooking? <laughs> <laughs> That's exactly what I'm thinking. I'm like, well, we'll we'll make sure to blow it out, even though it is one of the rules that you're not supposed to blow out a jack-o'-lantern. Yeah. You're supposed to let the candle burn out. Just Otherwise, Sam will come for you. We've learned that in the Trick or Treat movie. Yeah. Uh, which which has to go down as, it, if there's any movie now that I have to watch on Halloween, which sucks because I won't be here uh, for Halloween. I'll be on location in New Jersey. But Trick or Treat is the movie that I pop in after you guys go to bed, after trick-or-treating. I'll pop it in and I'll watch it. Because I was about to say, are you just going to like take Trick or Treat and like my Blu-ray player and just like <laughs> take it to Philly? Uh, yeah, well, well, it's not, not Philly, Philly. Uh, New, New Jersey. Jersey. Uh, but the thing is, is that we are supposedly going on the hauntedest road in New Jersey on Halloween night. So it should be interesting if I even come back alive. Oh. Uh, because New Jersey seems like it's going to be rough anyway. And we're going to go and uh, hunt for stuff. I don't know what exactly this road is. I haven't done too much research on it. Uh, but from from this podcast to when I actually go there, I will do a little bit more research on what the hell I'm supposed to be going out there for. So does that mean I get like all your stuff after yeah, you die? Yeah, I will bequeath all my stuff to you. So we got that on tape. We got that on film. You get all, all that stuff goes to me. You get all, all my Lego stuff, all my... 49er gear, all my... That's all I wanted. <laughs> oh, that's all you wanted was the 49er gear? You don't want my hunting equipment and all that cool stuff? No, I just want the 49er gear, all the Lego, <laughs> and I'm set. I'm fine. Uh, all right. Well, well, it's all yours. Um, <laughs> Epic. Just make sure your brother and your sister get something. I'll let them have a jersey. Oh, okay. All right, just yeah. because. Okay. Uh, but yeah, uh, like I said, I am heading to New Jersey for Halloween, so that's why this Halloween episode's a little earlier, uh, but... If you guys are searching this podcast up on Halloween, happy Halloween. And if it's after Halloween, happy post-Halloween. Uh, because this podcast is out there forever. If it's like two Halloweens from now, happy two Halloweens. <laughs> All right. So on today's episode, we are going to talk about a uh, little bit of the history of how Halloween became Halloween. Uh, it might be a little boring to you guys because uh, it's more of a history lesson than anything. Uh, but we'll round it out with some of our own personal Halloween stories uh, of, of the best you know costumes that you've had or uh, 
best times during Halloween, because uh, like mine, uh, Halloween parties are awesome. Yeah, our Halloween parties are pretty cool. Um, and we will talk at the at the very end here on our last segment. Uh, I have some little short scary stories to tell, and uh, <laughs> the... supposedly these are real scary stories. No one's written in to. GhostFT at Yahoo.com. No one's been writing any stories into us, so I will have to and it's like dive one of our into slogans the... too. Huh? It's one of our slogans too. How are you yeah, guys right? writing in? Yeah, everyone's got a story to tell, but no one's writing them out and sending them in. Uh, so what I'm going to do is I've searched up some little scary ghost stories, and we will uh, supposedly these are true ghost stories. So we will give our input on these stories after I'm done reading them. So stay tuned for that. Um, so Paranormal Week, has it has anything happened paranormal-wise? Oh, besides that thing that happened earlier tonight where you thought a cat was meowing next to you yeah. and the cats were actually sleeping in the the kitchen at the time. Okay. Um, I was thinking about it more after that because that's like the only thing that's happened throughout like the past like month basically yeah it's been quiet around here um it did sound like a cat but i've also been thinking like the dog was there uh so maybe she was whining no it wasn't her whining it was her bowel movements <laughs> no because like, oh her stomach growling like, or something stomach growling because it's ah, happened okay. to me before so, so, i was also thinking about that so it so could that, be debunked so that, that could be debunked so be we will we will throw that experience out and be totally like there's just nothing going on here. Um, has has our resident ghost finally moved out? Have they moved on? We haven't talked to it for a while within you know spirit boxes or anything like that. Um, so, but like okay, so like I was also thinking it could be mom. Mom is probably the one that's attached that the ghosts are attached to because like some stuff. It, it it's debatable if it, it's like at mom's house because like I usually hear like glasses clinking and like stuff yeah. like that in the kitchen at her house and it's just like okay it's like dialed down a little bit but uh, it's not as intense as it was here no. but but it does feel like something might be there or traveled with you guys or see I feel that like the first couple days. Well, in the first couple of months, you just didn't feel it at all, and you kind of feel it now. You know, it's like somebody's like, it's not like somebody's watching you, but you feel that energy presence okay. that you used to feel here, but now you kind of don't feel that anymore here. Ah, yeah. Um, I haven't felt that. Uh, I did last night. I was over at a friend's house last night, and uh, uh. She doesn't want anything to do with anything paranormal. Uh, she doesn't even listen to the show. She doesn't like anything that I do paranormal-wise. Uh, but I do feel there is a presence in her house, and it, it does kind of make its presence known uh, because I've felt it. Um, I've heard it do stuff in her house, and uh, even her dog notices uh, stuff happening there. See, like... I know what you're talking about, and yeah, I I I feel the same way. <laughs> have That's, you felt Have you felt it at her house? Yes, and like I didn't want to bring it up there because I know she doesn't like that. Okay, yeah, because uh, I the the biggest presence I feel is within the kitchen area. 
It's not the kitchen area. It's that hallway. Oh, that long. She's got a really long hallway too. Um, it's that. Yeah, hallway. I don't. I don't feel it in the hallway. Um, I. I. I felt it in the kitchen. I even low key. I, I turned on my eye ovulus yesterday. <laughs> oh really? And, and I wasn't gonna tell her about it. Uh, but uh, she, because we were, you know, trying to figure out an outfit for her to go to a Halloween get together thing last night, and it was kind of last second. So I was like, oh, you know, pick out an outfit or whatever. And she was like, oh, well, I don't have anything. Well, she ended up being a cowgirl or whatever. And she goes, I had the Iodalus on. And I didn't tell her about it. She doesn't know it's there. It's sitting there. And she's like, um, do you like the, the pigtails with the cowboy hat? And uh, Iodalus said, remove. So it was like the whatever the spirit was there was telling her to remove the pigtails. Uh-huh. You know, uh, otherwise that was, and, and, and then there was a couple of other things, uh, I can't remember right off the top of my head, but it was kind of had to do with the situation we were talking about at the time. Um, but I ended up bringing it up to her that I had that run in. She, she, she goes, well, that thing's just, you know, doing a bunch of gibberish. Uh, but we've actually had a full on conversation, uh, one time with the Iovilus. Okay. I, I don't know how I feel about the Iovilus because like. Yes, we have conversations with it before, but no, I don't believe because it's a cell phone. Because once you think about it, the cell phone listens to you. Yeah, and then you it, and it has all your information on it and like um. everything about you. So like it can always like produce these like sentences and like quickly scan. Yeah, like, information. Yeah, I, I I get that, but. I think the the guy that invented that that app, I don't think he is out to try to get anyone because he is a legitimate like ghost guy. Yes, that's another reason why I'm like debatable about it. Because right. he is, uh, I, I'm blanking on his name right now, but he does all the equipment for the Ghost Adventures guys, and yeah, everyone's like, oh, fucking Ghost Adventures, they're fake. Fuck you if you think Ghost Adventures is fake. Uh, they might embellish a bit. Uh, yeah, I don't think but, they're truly fake. I'd... Yeah, yeah, they they've gone into some shit, and because I will, I follow them like on Twitter and stuff like that, and uh, you could definitely tell that they've been through some shit that still bothers them, even if they're just doing their everyday life stuff. Like the the last episode that they did for the season. Uh, oh, for where they're in the like haunted forest. And oh, stuff that like was that. Uh, the last episode that was on hulu uh is oh. the the goat man bridge yeah and they like the one person yeah, the, left because of like she didn't yeah like, she, she she was done do yeah she was done with it and i believe she because i think she was going out with billy tully at the time and i th- think she ended up breaking up with them i could be i could be wrong with that uh but yeah um so uh, the, that is the closest like paranormal experience that I've had is is at her place because I don't feel anything here. You know, I've been here you know plenty of nights because you guys aren't here. Yeah. And have the cats that we brought into this house have they shooed out any kind of spirit that's in this house? because yeah, cats cats ward off evil spirits. See, I I know about that. We had blackjack at one point. We had Reese and everything yeah. else happened at that point. And even in the old house, you still had everything. While you still had like Alma, like Peach, right? Is that 
Um. Oh, in the old house. Yeah, in the old house. Yeah. Oh, patches. 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 Reese. Yeah. yeah. You had all those cats, so I don't understand yeah. why. Yeah, I don't. Do I don't anything. know. I don't know. Other. Otherwise, is it just that the spirits are kind of trying to stay low key because of the cats? They don't know how to really handle that situation right now. Um. Because it's not like the cats sit here and see anything. Uh. You know, they don't. They're not reacting. The dog doesn't even react anymore to anything that's going around here. So, I don't know. It's really weird, you know, and it's not like I'm, like, disappointed that anything's not happening, but I'm kind of disappointed that nothing's happening uh, because it's always a cool story to tell. Yeah, you know, um, I'm, I'm, you know, I'm the one that's always afraid about everything and stuff <laughs> like that, but it's just really cool to, like, because, like, compare some, like, my friends see me as, like, a god. <laughs> to like talk about like all this stuff and they like oh my god you guys are like the like the most savage people and like <laughs> the like most brave out of everyone everyone was like i i can't do anything like that i'm like well i've done with uh been dealing with this for like the last 16 years um so yeah yeah so you know no no ghost experiences but uh you know i do feel stuff at other people's places and uh if sh- I know she will never listen to this podcast, so I can say it as much as I want, but I truly believe her house has a spirit in it. I don't think it's a bad spirit. No, like, it doesn't feel like... It, it a, doesn't feel negative, it but you can definitely tell that there's something there. Yes. Like, when we were traveling, like, down in the basement and stuff like that, that one day, you could really feel it down in the basement. Well, well, here's the thing, is that the guy is really weird, because she was telling me about the story of how she got the house, right? Well, the guy's wife died of cancer. I don't know if she might have had hospice where she died, you know, how grandpa did. Where she died in that house. Whether she died in that house or not, or she died in the hospital, or she's still tied to that house somehow. And, uh... I see... You yeah. you big smart yeah well well yeah dude and that's that's the thing is is that you know are you know maybe this person was so tied to this house because you know these people were the original they had the house built and they moved into this house and it was really weird because when she bought the house the guy left everything in the house you know he he left uh, a giant ass TV you know all this you know equipment in the kitchen uh, just. A ton of shit, See, and it was like this sketchy. guy. This uh, yeah, it seemed like this guy wanted out of this fucking house, you know. And uh, she made an offer, and he took her right up on it. So it wasn't like he was trying to get get more money. money out of anything. It was like boom. So okay, so I'm sorry for cutting you off, but like, see, like, there's two different ways you can go with this. Way A. He. He's like so emotionally like scarred about it. He doesn't want anything to do with oh, it anymore. Yeah. Cause you know, like if you really love someone, I don't know how old he is. He's probably like, see, what I'm getting at, he's probably like a 72 year old man. Yeah, or, yeah, I'm kinda, like, I think it's was something like that. Cause like I know, and they probably met when they're like 17 or whatever, and they've been married for like 62 years or whatever. And, you know, yeah, you just you don't want anything that, to yeah. do with it. Yeah, you just want to cut and run, and or, just kind of start over. It's just he knows that. She's there, and like, yeah, uh, something is happening there. Something is happening, yeah. and he wants to get out of there. Yeah, yeah, because uh, it's definitely, definitely a feeling when you're there. Um, and it's real funny that you brought it up that you had that feeling there, because you know, I, I get it all the time, especially in that, that kitchen gets me. 
No, it's it's that hallway, um, and it's just because you know we'll be sitting there watching TV at night, and I will see shadows go across her her kitchen, and it's funny because uh, I think it was like last week, my head turned and her dog was sitting in my lap, and her dog's head turned ex- same exact time because we both caught whatever moved in that kitchen, and uh, and uh, she looked over at me and she's like, what? I'm like nothing, you know, because I I don't want to be like that guy that's like, uh, you have fucking <laughs> spirits here, you know. She knows that I'm heavy into it, and she knows it's my thing, and she doesn't like it at all, and like no, she's no, like no, so kind of afraid of it, and like, yeah, because she, she said that if she finds out that there's ghosts in her house, she doesn't want to be, <laughs> and she she paid a lot of money for this house, so uh, she doesn't want to to cut and run in her house, even though there is a spirit there, and so it should be interesting if she's actual low-key listening to these podcasts maybe <laughs> so i apologize for putting out your business out there but uh yeah your your house is haunted definitely definitely haunted uh, i'm i'm sorry but yeah <laughs> all right guys so yeah that 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 that's you know it, it was like see i just didn't want to say it to her and i <laughs> keep forgetting every single time i go there and I'll uh, tell you about it. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, that that's that's our our week in review of any kind of personal paranormal week experiences. Review. Week in review. All right, guys. So stay tuned. After this break, we are going to talk about the history of how Halloween became Halloween. How Halloween became Halloween. How how hey wait. Are you trying to rap, dude? No. No, you, because you. You couldn't. You're not. You're not rapping. What do you mean? I'm white slice, bro. Oh, yeah. You're white slice. Yeah, I'm white slice. White slice. All right. And your brother's name is Raisin Bran, right? And, and you're um, uh, crustless. Uh, I'm crustless. <laughs> All right, guys. So stay tuned. Uh, make sure to check out our merch shop, too, uh, and get yourself a ghost freaking in talking in t-shirt. So check out this commercial. want your very own ghost freaking talking t-shirts coffee cups and heck even dog bandanas head to the link below all right guys so make sure to stop and get yourself a ghost freaking talking t-shirt it'd be awesome help support the channel because every dollar that we make off of our t-shirt sales we put right back into the show whether you know going to some haunted location or putting new equipment towards this because uh our computer Need some help. It's dying. Yes. It's going to be <laughs> dead. <laughs> All right. So once again, if you guys have spooky stories you want to share with us, write to ghostft at yahoo.com. Yes. And also, I forgot to say, if you guys are listening via like iTunes or Google Play or whatever, and you can give a rating, make sure to rate us and leave a comment behind. Uh, if you're going to leave a comment behind, I might be kind enough. To send you a sticker. <gasps> I don't know. I want a sticker. You got a sticker, dude. And every single person, not every single person, but the first person on each video on YouTube, and you comment, it will be pinned. Yes. Um, Kevin Hinkle Draws is the winner of last uh, episode. He got pinned to the top. Congratulations. Hopefully you can beat him next time. So yep. come on, everybody. Because yep. he's a huge fan of the show, and he plugged us on his show. So it was really cool to get some friends out there spreading the word. 
because he loves us and he thinks we're hilarious. But let's move on with the program. All right, tonight is our special Halloween episode, so we are going to talk Halloween and a little bit of the history behind Halloween. Um, and so here we That's go. Easy. It's the kid becomes a murderer after her his sister didn't want him to go <laughs> trick or treating. Are we are we calling with the plot of Halloween? I thought that was are, what Halloween was. Oh, oh, that that's the origin I mean, of Halloween. I mean, we have a pumpkin. For being like the intro for that. All right, so yeah, which Halloween? If you go, if you really go back and watch the original Halloween, you know it still holds. You know. But I don't know. It seems very low, not low key, but like kind of <laughs> low budget. Not low budget either. It just seems it's starting to lose its luster for me. Now I think really, be, yeah, because I think that more horror movies that come out are more intense than what that one was because it was slow there for a little bit in that movie. See, like okay, and now I'm going to go on a little rant for like a like probably five minutes but like <laughs> we got time yeah but um uh, so you know like how you introduced me into like paranormal activity first and all like these like good spooky ones like annabelle conjuring insidious and stuff like that when you first introduced me to like horror movies and stuff like mm-hmm. that and then you went to like the classics like freddy krueger and stuff like that and like you said you yourself you're like those still scare me like i'm the i'm not scared at all about those like like Halloween, Child's Play, and stuff like that. It's because like I was introduced to like the more like yeah. hard, spooky. Yeah, yeah. you you like Paranormal Activity, dude. You get that thrown in your face for the first time, and then you know from Paranormal Activity, you had like Saw, and you know all these these hardcore ones, and then you go back to the, these other campy ones like Jason and Freddy, and it's like you know it's they, it's a good good time. Yeah, but it just if it, it just feels like. You know, like watching a happier movie compared to like the other ones. All right. Uh, before we go into the history of Halloween, what is your most favorite spooky movie? <laughs> um, on like horror factor. Yeah, or yeah, like yeah. Just... What, whatever. Either it gets you right into that Halloween spirit, or you know, it it freaks the shit out of you. Okay. Um, I want to put in two. Okay. Uh, I have two rankings. I have the most that scares the crap out of me, and like the one that puts me in the most Halloween spirit. Mm-hmm. I would have to say Halloween, like the original Halloween. You said that like it doesn't, it lost its vibe to you, but it still gets me in the Halloween spirit for some reason. Oh, uh, that's that. Yeah. But the ones that scare the crap out of me, you would think it'd be like Insidious and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. No, it is Paranormal Activity. <laughs> uh, because it's so relatable. Uh, yeah, dude. Uh, <laughs> it's par- so relatable. It, I, I, will, I will not lie. I, I will be 100% honest with you. I went to go see Paranormal Activity at the movie theater, right? I left that movie <laughs> so fucking scared. <laughs> it, because it wasn't like... I was like scared of the, yeah. It had spooky parts in it, but it fucking hit so close to home with some of the shit that has happened to me. Yes, it's like okay, yes. You know, you know, farther into the series, spoiler alert. You know, they started playing with the oh, it's a demon, blah blah blah, and you know this and that, and it kind of got far fetched and how they fucking got the story. But that 
first original paranormal activity was yes, it was fucking so relatable. Intense. It was so intense and relatable. Um, but okay, my the movie that freaks me out the most. Um, and I know I'm gonna get raked across the coals for this because people are like, "Man, this movie fucking sucks." But Blair Witch. Oh, I totally fucked, forgot about. Th- yes, that is another up. one that scares the crap out of me. Blair Witch. It, it, it's all these, you know, real life. You know, it's not real life, but you know, all these handheld movie and stuff like that because it's so fucking real. And I've always had a fear of the woods. Um, same. Because you never know what the fuck's in there, right? Yeah, and like weapons, if you get lost in the middle of the woods, you're, and, you're dead. And there's that part where they're in the fucking tent, and all of a sudden you hear fucking rocks being thrown around you and shit like that, and it's like in a distance, and it's closer and everything. Right now, just thinking about my... Look at this. Look at look at my arm, dude. Yes, exactly. <laughs> I, have, I have huge goosebumps right now just thinking about because that is an ultimate fear of mine is just being out in the middle of nowhere. And something just fucking with you, right? Whether it be some kind of fucking inbred redneck or a or a, or a witch like this, dude. Because the very end of that movie, spoiler, if you haven't seen this, this movie's been out for fucking 20 years. In the end of the movie where the kid is just standing in the fucking corner of the room and she's like freaking out. She's like, oh my God, you know, what's going on? And all of a sudden, boom, she gets hit, right? And that's just the fucking end of the movie. <laughs> and it's like, holy fuck, this just happened, right? Uh, but Blair Witch Project is my number one movie that fucks me up every time I see it, dude. I, I, you know, me and when me and your mom were together, you know, it was one of those movies that was always on our list that we had to watch. But after that movie, we had to keep the lights on in the house and shit because it was so freaky. Yes, I remember those days where like. If I had to watch Ghost Adventures or anything like, <laughs> even though Ghost Adventures don't really creep me out anymore, but like, it any type of spooky movie as a child, I had to watch like an episode of like SpongeBob or like yeah, yeah, try, anything just like just that. to clear your mind a little bit and yeah. and fucking Blair, yeah, yeah, dude, Blair Witch fucks me up. That's like the spookiest movie for me. But like I said earlier, the one that gets me in the Halloween spirit. You know, Halloween used to do that for me, but Trick or Treat just seems to have all that encompassed. You know, you have your cereal, you got your ghosts, yes. you got your... And they're all intertwined with each other. You got fucking werewolves. You got boobs. Uh, you have <laughs> you have little kids killing other little kids. And, um, you know, Sam. Sam is a freaking icon now. And I am really excited because they have announced that they are going to make a sequel to this. So, um, and and it gives a little background on like the stories of why not to blow out a jack o' lantern and stuff like that. So, is the trick uh, trick or treat two? Is that called November first? Or <laughs> it's probably they're probably gonna name it uh, the last Saturday of October. <laughs> November 1st, uh, the and, taking and down. And, and by the way, soccer moms, you fucking lost. Halloween is still going to be on October 31st, so fuck you, soccer moms. <laughs> and all you fucking Karens out there. All right, guys, so let's dive into the history of Halloween and how it became. So let's put on our thinking caps, ladies and gentlemen, and listen to me butcher all these big words. Because we don't know big words. No, because words oh, fuck me up a little bit. <laughs> All right, so Halloween's original date back 
in the ancient Celtic festival of Samhain. It's called Samhain. All right, it's spelled Samhain, but at least it, here it says you're supposed to pronounce it like Samhain. Because so it's Samhain. Uh, the Celts who lived 2,000 years ago, mostly in the area, is now Ireland, the United Kingdom, and Northern France, celebrated their new year on November 1st. So their new year was November 1st. Uh, this day marked the end of summer and the harvest and the beginning of the dark, cold winter, a time of year that was often associated with human death. Because back in that day, you know, you got cold, you got sick during the cold. You You're, died. You fucked. You died. Um, so... Celts believe that on the night before the new year, the boundary between the worlds of living and the dead became blurred. On the night of October 31st, they celebrated Samhain when it was believed that the ghost of the dead returned to Earth. And, you know, people talk about, you know, that's the thinnest time, you know. And, you know, I I, I still believe that it, it's got to... I don't know. It's more for me. It's more of like uh, tied in with the moons. I I feel like more shit yes. happens when there's a full moon. So if there's not a full moon on Halloween, I don't know. Do you do you really consider it, you know as as that? But, but no. yeah, because like isn't because like full moon is, like weapons of like there's an energy that like feed like is radiating off of the moon because yeah, yeah, there's still stuff that we don't know in this universe the universe is so huge and the human brain can only process so much right. and it's like super weird. i like getting into like that like untold well, yeah, stuff know, the fucking moon controls the fucking oceans and shit so exactly. who's to say it's not working some other parallel universe See, like, I'm I'm a big like skeptic about like universes because like we invented time, because we are time basically, mm -hmm. and like time of day and stuff like that. Like the universe isn't like yo, it's nine o'clock. No, it isn't like that. We invented that, and like, how are you like supposed to time travel and stuff like that? You can't do that because there's no specific time, because we invented that time. Yeah. So like. How how do we do that? And then like the parallel universe is like, I, okay, I kind of see that because of like maybe that energy is like, like making like black holes and like I, it's like really hard to explain, but it's like really cool in my head. So, yeah, <laughs> whatever happens in that head of yours sometimes, son. It's it's really cool. I love talking about that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The the whole time aspect is really weird in the multi universe. And I, you know, I am very well on the belief that you know there's a multi universe or you know a thin something or another to where you know that's why we see ghosts. You know, and whether you know at that specific time they're seeing you in in their time and thinking you're a ghost. So you know, see that's. That's another reason, like, yeah, you're right, because, like, what if they figured out that we are already, um, like, time, time slips, mm -hmm. or, like, parallel universe slips, and we haven't tapped that yet, and, like, they're more advanced than us, oh, and yeah. then, like... They know more, and that's why they want to communicate with us. Yeah, man. Yeah, yeah that, that's, we're just that's like, a good. Yeah, and yeah. we're just like not intelligent enough yet. Yeah. 
and they already know, and that's why. That, that's why works. they're they're conversating with us from their side, and we're over here. Oh my god, it's fucking ghost. <laughs> exactly. Yes. And they're like, no, dude, uh, I'm fucking Steve, and I work from accounting and trying to get your your social security number from you. <laughs> <laughs> yes. All right. So. It says, in addition to causing trouble and damaging crops, Salts thought that the presence of the otherworldly spirits made it easier for the Druids, or Celtic priests, to make predictions about the future. For, for a people entirely dependent on the volatile nature world, these prophecies were an important source of comfort during the long, dark winter. So, you know, they're like, okay, am, am I going to live through the winter? Mm. Let me take a look into my third eye. Yes, you're going to fucking die. <laughs> it's Professor X. Yeah. He's got the cool headset <laughs> on. Uh, to commemorate the event, Druids built huge sacred bonfires. Fire, fire, fire. Uh, where the people gathered to burn crops, animals as sacrifices to the Celtic deities. During the celebration, the Celts wore costumes, typically consisting of animal heads and skins, and attempted to tell each other's fortunes. Uh, so you just had every fucking drunk out there be like, Oh, look at me. I'm going to tell your future. No, let me tell your future. Uh, so that had been a fucking fun party. Uh, when the celebration was over, they relit the hearth fires, which they had extinguished earlier in the evening, from the sacred bonfire to help protect them during the coming winter. All right, so when did Halloween actually come to America? That's where we're at here. The celebration of Halloween was extremely limited in colonial New England because of the rigid protestial belief systems there. Halloween was much more common in Maryland and the southern colonies. Uh, because if you wanted to believe in the Halloween, isn't that like you're going to you're a witch, right? Yep. Uh, because it's got to do with Samhain. Samhain. Yeah. <laughs> As the belief and customs of different European ethnic groups in the American Indians meshed, a distinctly American version of Halloween began to emerge. The first celebrations include play parties. Hey, hey, hey. No. No? No. Oh, just just oh. keep reading. Oh, no orgies? No, God <laughs> darn it. <laughs> Which were public events held to celebrate the harvest. Neighbors would share stories of the dead, tell each other's fortunes, and dance and sing, just like they took that from the earlier stuff from over in uh, in England and that. Colonial Halloween festivities also featured the telling of ghost stories and mischief-making of all kinds. Ooh, so now we're going into the trick of the trick-or-treat. By the middle of the 19th century, annual autumn festivities were common, but Halloween was not yet celebrated everywhere in the country because of fucking witch trials. In the second half of the 19th century, America was flooded with new immigrants. These new immigrants, especially the millions of Irish fleeing the Irish potato famine, helped to popularize the celebration of Halloween nationally. Then they get burned because they thought they were <laughs> Right. Uh, here's the history of trick-or-treating. Borrowing from European traditions, Americans began to dress up in costumes and go house to house asking for food or money. Uh, aren't, aren't you get to ask for food and money for Halloween? No. <laughs> right. Can uh, I have a $5 bill, please? Can I treat $5? $5 or a 99 cent candy bar. I'm going with $5. <laughs> Give me $5, bitch. Uh, so practice that eventually became today's trick-or-treat tradition. 
Young women believe that on Halloween they could divine the name of appearance of their future husband by doing tricks with yarn, apple pairings, or mirrors. But now, now for Halloween, women go to bars, get drunk off their ass in, in little hoochie outfits. No offense to my friends that were, wore hoochie <laughs> outfits last night to a party that I went to. Um, it, it, it's become whore aween more, more more than Halloween anymore, and, and, and I spell not, not 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 no no we we don't need to spell it we can just leave it with <laughs> okay whore. okay uh, w h o r not h o r r God I was uh, just like no just leave him up to think about but it. but I am, I am just so surprised you know and you know don't get me wrong I am a a red blooded gentleman <laughs> and of course you know I. I have eyeballs, uh, so I appreciate the fact, but it, it seems like it's it's been torn, turned from, you know, a fun Halloween thing, you know, where you're going to dress up as your favorite thing to let's see how slutty we can get to, to be yeah. up there. And that's like, like, like school, too, and everything like that. It's like, it's more like everything, like, nowadays is everyone's trying to make it more, like, sexy and stuff like that. You know, don't get me wrong. I love a sexy little nurse outfit or a devil or something like that, but you know it's it's very hard on us guys. And when I say hard on us guys, no, just, <laughs> just keep going, just keep going. We're, okay. we're almost there. Okay, finish <laughs> the story. Uh, in the late 1800s, there was a move in America to mold Halloween into a holiday more about community and neighborly get-togethers than about ghosts. Pranks and witchcraft. At the turn of the century, Halloween parties for both children and adults became the most common way to celebrate the day. Parties focused on games, foods of the season, and festive costumes, uh, which we've had some pretty bomb ass Halloween Dude. parties. Can we, can you like add the links? Yeah, yeah, I could I could add the links. If you're here on on our YouTube, uh, we have a link right here of of one of our awesome parties that we had. Uh, which, which I thought, you know, our parties were fucking bomb, you know, to the max. We like, yeah. we went all out, you know, we do all out with the food and everything like that. And I think that's how it should be. Um, cause like I said, last night was the first time I ever did the whole bar thing and it was an interesting beast. It was fun. Don't get me wrong. And you know, I have, I have gorgeous, gorgeous friends that, that, that dressed up for horrowing and you know, I, I applaud them, but yeah, it was a little distracting for me. <laughs> uh, parents were encouraged by newspapers and community leaders to take anything frightening or grotesque out of Halloween celebrations. Well, that fucking sucks. Because of these efforts, Halloween lost most of its superstitious and religious overtones by the beginning of the 20th century. And that's basically when Why? it became... Yeah. It's, yeah. You know, basically, it's it's just a candy grab. And, and it's starting to die. Yeah, it's really starting to die. I, I I think it's got a lot to do with people not wanting to really go to strangers' houses anymore because of how fucked up people are in in, mm-hmm. in the world. Yep. Also, you know, you were talking about how fucking sucky these uh, trunker treats are. Trunk trunker treats are you know just I I first of all like I I get it and stuff like that, but like you hold it on like the. F- Five days from Halloween. Halloween should only happen once. You 
do it once and like it's, yeah and like I, I don't get it yeah. um the, yeah and it seemed like you have trunk or treats from the beginning of october every weekend until it's halloween because uh, I, I was looking through events to try to find something for us to do yesterday. And there had to have been like 16 fucking trunk or treats happening within, you know, within our our general area. Because they don't want kids going out on Halloween. Are we almost to a point that on Halloween we there will be no more trick or treating? Do you think we will get to that point as a nation? Uh like, I'm, I, I, I don't want to say it, but yes. Yeah, I, you I know, think we'll get to that point where like everyone's like too protective because you have like child predators and stuff like that out there, and you just yeah. like yeah, because the the world's gone to hell in handbag with all this predator stuff. You just can't trust people anymore, you know. You no, know, you know, and back in the day, people were putting fucking like uh, switchblades and shit and apples and stuff like that, and poisoning apples and poisoning candy, and that's why people. You have to check their candy and stuff like that. Uh, but that was like very rarely that that happened. But now it seems like, like people ed- are like, like on block. edge. I will never forget going through Halloween candy with your mom. Like the first couple of years you were fucking trick or treating. It took her fucking a month to go through your fucking candy because she would go piece by piece and she would look to see if there were like little needle injection parts yes. of fucking candy. Yes, and she still does it today. <laughs> and like, we'd be like, yo, can I have a piece of candy? She's like, no! <laughs> you will not get your candy. And it's like the time like Easter rolls around. Hey, you want some candy? Yep, yep, yep yeah. So, so yeah, L- let me check that candy first. <laughs> yeah, like, so. see, and, you know, it's better safe than sorry because I don't really want to die. <laughs> well, I get that, but back in my day, it was just, you know, my I don't know, did my parents not fucking care about me? But it was like, <laughs> I got my candy, and it was like, boom, here's your candy. Fucking eat it all on the, you know, Halloween night when you get home. Uh, my parents never checked for shit like that. Cause and I'm sorry, Mom, if you're comment. listening, but you, you, you didn't care about me as a kid like that and just let me fucking eat poison (laughs) (laughs) hey but you're still living today aren't you Uh, yep yep see so i'm still living today so fucking just eat your halloween candy when you get home bitches (laughs) uh but thank you mom for for letting me eat poison candy as a kid (laughs) wait wasn't there like a meme at one point that like um this like cop right even he found an actual needle in one of his daughter's candies right but like he made a meme after it, right? He made, like, uh, he put, like, one of those actual, like, steak knives or whatever, like, butcher's <laughs> yeah, knives yeah. inside of the, like, like homo, like, small, fun-sized Twix, and, like, they will never notice. Yeah, right? Yeah. I- I've seen a bunch of those memes. I- there's one where they-, they dumped out the bag of candy, and it was, like, all, like, drugs and, like, <laughs> knives and stuff like that and poison bottles and stuff like that. <laughs> Yeah, so, you know, I, I get it. It's still a joke, and I, I believe that there's still some sick fuckers out there that will do stupid shit just to do stupid shit. Uh, but, yeah, so so that's the story of your mom being so anti-candy on you guys. It was so funny. And it wasn't like I got to help because she didn't think I would do a good enough job to look, <laughs> look for fucking needles and shit and stuff. So it was always, you know, I will look through it. You don't know what the fuck you're doing. So, yeah. So that that's that that was your mom's gig, uh, but yeah. Uh, so that's a little bit of the history between behind Halloween. Um, 
any personal Halloween stories that you have, like what what's been your like best costume you ever had, or <sighs> any kind of experience that you had, or um. Because, you know, you, you've had some pretty bomb-ass costumes over the years. Yes. You know, I, like, I really like the Ace Ventura that you were a few years ago. Yeah, that was pretty epic. Uh, your brother had a really kick-ass uh, Beetlejuice costume one year. Okay. Um, my top three costumes I've ever done, my number one has to be that Jason. That oh, Jason dude. was insane. Dude, I fucking own on that fucking Jason stuff, dude. Dude, we worked like really hard on that because you had we, a bald cap and everything and it was it was really cool like we don't go out and like buy like kits and no, stuff like that no, all, all of our stuff is handmade stuff yes and like we like go to like goodwill to find everything so we made everything like we basically like okay we bought the mask but like we like painted the mask so it looked like it was all dirt and stuff like that yeah yeah it was it was, it was really cool uh my second is probably the killer clown. That killer clown was pretty insane. Oh, yeah, that, that was pretty cool because the whole time you're like, I want to be a killer clown. I want to be a bloody clown. Yes. Uh, and and I, I hate fucking clowns, so that I didn't really, <laughs> I wasn't a big fan of that one. Um, but my, my third one is my new one that I'm doing this year, and it is uh, Jigsaw. It's Billy. Oh, Billy. Billy. Billy from Jigsaw, or and, from Saw. Yeah, and I did almost all the... Uh, face paint and stuff like that. Yep. I did my own eyeshadow and everything, yeah. and I am proud of that. Yeah, I will actually pop up a picture of it in this video. Um, I'll, I'll splice it in here between the commercial break so you guys can take a look at. Maybe I'll go back and try to find some more of the pictures of you and your costumes if I got them and attach them here. Uh, so if you guys want, enjoy these pictures, and uh, hopefully you guys learned a little bit from the history of Halloween. Um, but here's another break for our merch shop. Make sure to get yourself a ghost freaking talking t-shirt. Yeah, All right. pretty good. All right, so go to the ghost freaking talking gear shop. You follow the link and order your very own ghost freaking talking t-shirt. Many designs, many colors are available. And you can even get it put on a coffee mug or... Hey, dog band now. All right. Now, welcome back to Ghost Freaking Talking. Make sure to buy yourself some Ghost Freaking Talking merch. Help support your channel. All right, guys. So, we are running close to our time here, but we do have a little bit of time here to try to spook you before you go to bed. Uh, we do have some scary stories that I pulled off the internet here. Uh, so hopefully, you know, they're, they're kind of short, so I won't bore you too much. So I'll read the story and then maybe we'll give our thoughts on it. Because these are supposed to be real stories. So we'll, we'll, we'll see if Keyword we... supposed to Supposed be. to be. All right. So the title of this one's called Happy Birthday, Dead Man. Happy Thanksgiving, Pilgrim. <laughs> Shortly before, a young family was set to move into their new home. The previous tenant passed away. Right after they moved in, their two-year-old began talking about a ghost appearing in several rooms of the house. The parents weren't all that concerned and thought that because it was all around Halloween, the little girl's imagination had gotten the best of her. One day as they were leaving the house, their daughter told them that the ghost was on their deck. She told them that it was his birthday and she wanted to sing him happy birthday. 
Out of sheer curiosity, the parents looked up the obituary of the man that died in the house. Sure enough, it was his birthday that day. Cool. Happy birthday, man. Yeah, happy birthday. Uh, you know, some a story like that, because I, I've firsthand seen you as a kid with the fucking ghost stuff, and I believe we kind of touched on this last episode about how kids are more prone to being open to these things. Yeah. So this story actually... I could actually believe this actual story happening. Yeah, I can believe it. Um, but you don't... Did, did you ever hear them talking? Have you ever heard them talking? Did they ever talk to you? Or was it just you just seen shit? You just, you just seen it. You don't hear anything. Well, at least I don't. I didn't um, hear anything. Yeah. Well, like I, I've heard voices before. You know, you know, talking behind me and stuff like that. Or you know, I'll hear it sound like you guys are playing in your room or something. I'll go in there and you guys aren't even in there. You guys aren't even fucking home. Yeah, but it's like because like sound waves and everything like that. It's like really complicated and like, yeah. All right. So our next little story is entitled. The Thing Scaring Little Sis After his family had bought a farm in rural South America, a young boy felt that someone was watching him. Weird noises kept him up at night, and he always felt afraid in the house. Things got worse after his grandmother died of cancer. His four-year-old sister started complaining of stomach pain. She then began sleepwalking and doing strange things in the house. When the four-year-old was sent away for a weekend, she didn't seem to have any problems. That was enough to convince the parents to bring in a healer to get rid of the evil presence inhabiting the home. The healer said that an evil spirit had been placed on the previous owner of the home, and it was still coming in. The healer dug a hole in the backyard and put dirt in a plastic bag. The four-year-old stopped complaining of stomach pain, and the noises that kept them up at night disappeared. So she basically threw, threw a bag of Ziploc dirt <laughs> in the ground. Yeah, yeah. Because okay, uh, I, I've touched on it millions of times on this podcast. I don't believe in healers or mediums or anything like that. So if you are a medium or anyone like this and want to contact us, <laughs> what the fuck are you doing with your head? It's bro? up here. Oh, it's up. It, it it's definitely it's up, up here. There. Because okay. So, this person came in and was like, okay, these fucking people, maybe I'll charge them $500. I will just take a Ziploc baggie and put some dirt in it, bury it in the backyard and be like, boom, your shit's gone. Because then in the back of these people's minds, they're going to be like, well, that worked. So, they're not going to be thinking that anything's happening. Nope. They Uh, won't. So, that's kind of like, you know, where they, you know, you say you're sick and stuff like that. You're constantly saying you're sick. And you go to the doctor's office, and the doctor's like, fuck, this dude is not sick. So they give you, like, a sugar pill. and uh, Yeah, then you're like, oh, dude, well, I'm fine. Yeah, yeah, I'm fine now. I took this medicine. Now I'm fine. He's uh, like, yes. Yes, you are, aren't you? Yes, you fucking, that's me. You fucking psycho. All right, so uh, let's get a couple more of these stories in here. Uh, this is called Emily, Not So Nice. Who comes up with these titles, by the way? <laughs> A little girl aged six or seven told her family about her imaginary friend, Emily. Emily had long, dark hair and wore a black dress. The little girl's parents started noticing strange behavior in their daughter. 
She began sitting in the middle of her room, whispering quietly. One day, the little girl began to hiss at her brother and scream at her parents to get out. Eventually, she calmed down, but not before both parents were in tears. It turns out that Emily was telling the little girl to do terrible things to herself. The family moved out of the home, but the memories of Emily still haunt them to this day. You just have an out-of-control child. <laughs> it's not the ghost's fault for the child being, like, mean to you. Yeah, yeah. You know, I guess I could get that. Um, See, that's like the same thing with, like, video games. Because people are like, oh, my God, Fortnite's corrupting kids. And, like, he's coming mad because of these video games. No. If it's if your kid starts, like, beating your cat because of Fortnite, it's not because of Fortnite. It's because you got a fucked up kid. Exactly. Uh, so, yeah, it's really weird how parents are quickly to blame uh, any kind of bad behavior on spirits or Rob Zombie or Marilyn Manson or, you know, they movies or anything. Fortnite. Exactly. This loud music's corrupting oh, my child. I can't can't listen to this music. Because uh, he's beating my cat. <laughs> I, I, I do I do have to share a story here real quick, uh, going off on a tangent again. Uh, but uh, my mom never really, like, paid too much attention to the music I was listening to. But one time she listened to it, and she still will hold it to me to this day. Uh, I, I got the first Eminem CD. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> I feel like I can just hear girl saying, and it was the Slim Shady. No, 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 dude. She was like, I didn't care for that music you were listening to. I'm like, why is that? She goes, because it's telling you to kill your father, kill your father, kill your father. <laughs> I was like, what the fuck are you talking about? She's like, yeah, you, you're going to end up wanting to kill your father because this music is telling you to kill your father. And I kind of was like, under, underneath my breath, I was like, bitch <laughs> do you really think i would kill my dad because of a song telling me to i just imagine that and he's just like you killed your father your grandma's like no your mom's like why'd you kill him for i, I want to be a slim shady yeah you know <laughs> i'm a slim shady man hey, hey, you know I, I i don't get it you know i yeah you know, i i think we kind of shielded you guys off a little bit as kids on what you guys could watch and whatnot but we were still kind of really laxed with it of course you're not going to make a five-year-old like watch like porn or stuff like porn. that <laughs> yeah, of course you're not, that's like something you're not supposed to be no, doing no you wait till you get a cell phone and look up porn on your own phone right son right then <laughs> what are you talking about son <laughs> dad son dad <laughs> Uh, you guys have it so easy nowadays. We used to have to get porno mags and stuff like that. Now you guys have a freaking anything you want. You could watch some chick shit on some dude's chest or something like that. <laughs> what are you watching? <laughs> I don't watch it. I'm just what? saying no, it. That's no, out no. There. What are you watching? <laughs> uh, it's called a Cleveland Steamer there, son. But <laughs> no, it's, it's, no, it's story time. <laughs> okay, so story time. Uh, and what we're going to go on to this next story is kind of one that I'm kind of interested because it's got to do with a Ouija board. Oh, and, man, and it's right all, up your alley. Yeah, it's right up my alley. All right, so this is titled, I Can See You. A group of young teens at a typical slumber party decided to play with a Ouija board. At first it was all good and fun, gibberish and silly words. Then things took a terrifying turn. 
The board started spelling out sentences about the kids being watched. The board told them that it could see them through his eyes and that he was under a car. When the teens finally got the courage to look under the car, they were stunned to see a large, angry, black cat staring back at them. It wasn't that scary enough. The power shut off. Then they ran terrified back into the house. So power went off? Yeah, the power went off as soon as they seen the black... Well, I'm pretty sure that they had like a porch light on or something like that to look under the car. Wow. So all of a sudden there was a black cat. Power went off. Are we just talking coincidence? See. Or are are we starting to mess with something? Hmm? I don't know. Because I don't I'm, know what I feel about this. Because you swear up and down that Ouija boards are 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 horrible and are demon inducing boards, right? Is that what you're thinking is? It's it's because movies get to me. Alright. Because I am in the boat of I don't fucking believe in Ouija boards, but I collect Ouija boards. Um they it, it intrigues me. Um I do feel that some boards have an energy to them, but I don't think it's a, a portal portal to home. No. Or wherever. No. To Cleveland. Portal <laughs> to Cleveland. It's twice now we brought in Cleveland. Cleveland steamer and now Cleveland itself. Which is a steaming pile of football too. But yeah. <laughs> that's why they call the Browns. <laughs> Alright, so we have another Ouija board story. One night a mom decided to take out a Ouija board and play it with her two children. Good parenting. Like family fun night. Family fun night. Fun with the Ouija board. Are, are, are we gonna play Yahtzee? No, son. I don't think we're gonna play Yahtzee tonight. Are we gonna play Monopoly? Another board game. You get closer. Ah, what are we playing? Game of life. No, we're, Ouija. We're playing the fucking Ouija board, kids. Shut your fucking ass down. Let's <laughs> talk to fucking demons. <laughs> Do I win at this game? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. Uh, so she wants to sacrifice her son, or her her children's souls to the demon Zozo. Have you ever seen Paranormal Activity? <laughs> uh, so she took out the Ouija board to play with her two children. It started out spelling goofy words that made the kids laugh. <laughs> Mom, you're so funny. You says kill my kids in the bathtub. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, is that really what it says? No. Or did you make no, that up? I, I just made that up. <laughs> that's, honestly, that's funny. Uh, but then the mom decided to get serious. <laughs> I could just see it. All right, kids. Now that we've done this fun, we were talking to Blue's Clues. Now it's time to fucking talk to Zozo. <laughs> All right. But then the mom decided to get serious and asked the board whom they were talking. It spelled out the name of a close friend of hers who had gone missing a few weeks before. The mother was visibly shaken, but continued to ask the board questions. When she asked where her friend was, the board responded, In the lake. Her friend's body was found a couple weeks later. He had been hit by a car while walking on a bridge and had fallen into a small lake. Did they not find the car? <laughs> like, well, well, I'm pretty sure somebody somebody hit him. Yeah. Uh, that that dude. Uh, usually, if you you hit somebody, you're gonna be like, "Oh fuck, I hit somebody," and then you're just gonna take off. It's called a hit and run. So, yes, so, I know, but like, you're gonna get in more trouble when you 
Well, yeah. Well, you're not thinking that. You just want to get the fuck out of the Get out the way, bitch. Get out the way, right? Yeah, you're right. So, you know, this kind of it. This story kind of gives me a little bit of goosebumps. If this was a true story and it's actually what happened, that's pretty freaking cool. Uh, that's pretty shitty on on the mother's part to be kind of like, okay, kids, let's play the fucking Ouija board tonight. And then I she's like, oh shit, we're talking to my dead friend. You know, at what point do you shut that shit down? What point? You didn't it, even start it. That's that's the whole thing, right? No, but seriously, you're a mom sitting there with your kids at a Ouija board, and all of a sudden it's like starts being like, "Hi, I'm I'm Bernice, your friend that got killed. I am dead." Oh, well, at that time she was like, "I'm missing," but I'm dead in a lake. And then all of a sudden, two weeks later, that body shows up in a lake. That that's fucked up. That's some fucked up shit. Don't do that to your kids parents fucking parents uh by the way next time on our next episode i'm going to play the ouija board with you son can we play monopoly please <laughs> just monopoly yeah yeah so uh we will play with a ouija board and have their haunted doll sent to us at ghostft at yahoo.com no write to us and send us a free haunted doll uh, uh, we don't have a P.O. box, so you can't send anything. It was all a prank. Trick or treat. Huh, you just got tricked. All right, we have one last story. You said that like one last story. Ago. Well, I, I'm in the Halloween mood, so I'm going <laughs> to give you a bonus story. And this one's called Heart Song. Celebrating on New Year's Eve, a group of siblings and their friends decided to break out the widget board. Jeez. They contacted a person named Eugene who told them that he had contacted them because he was afraid. When the kids asked why the board asked them to uh, start spelling out music and a bunch of random numbers, someone had the bright idea to turn the radio to the numbers spelled out on the board. To everyone's surprise, the heart song, Don't Leave Me Stranded, was playing on the station. No way. The board really then, don't. the board, yeah, what? Was there a, an actual song started to play? Yes. No way. Yes, it was a song by heart called no Don't Leave Me Stranded. Dude, that's so spooky. I don't think I can sleep at night. <laughs> the board then began spelling out heart, afraid, don't go, and church over and over again. Eventually, they grew tired and put the board away. The next morning, the sibling's father got a call that his uncle Eugene had a heart attack that evening before and had to re- and had to be revived multiple times. So the uncle, while they were playing, so let me get this. So the uncle, while they were playing the Ouija board, was dead, brought back to life. life. Dead, dead, brought, brought back, back to, to life. life. And on their board, it's saying repeating the stuff over and over and over and over again like he was dying like he was dying and they channeled in something like that that's kind of fucked up if you really think about it i don't believe it <laughs> yeah it, well yeah well, there there goes my thinking of not believing in the fucking Ouija board but who's to say that you know that you're not connected to your family in some way no i believe that i'm connected to my family in some way um, but like, yeah, you know, just like, you know, you know it's kind of like, you know, a, a scratch on the record. It's like, Roop, I'm back alive. Oh, I'm dead. Got to talk to the kids. Dead. Back alive. Got to talk to the kids. So, you know, it, that, that's kind of a creepy story that we're going to leave you off on tonight. 
so if you guys have any awesome stories you want to share with us and want to freak us out and have your story read here on ghost ft you want to send another story to ghost ft at yahoo.com all right and I, that is ghost ft at yahoo.com all right i i'm not do you hear a loud buzzing right now or is it just my ears Oh, no, dude. I hear, like, a high-pitched buzz in my ear. Nah, I get that sometimes. Dude, it's fucking weird. It's, like, really fucking loud. Yeah, you you get that sometimes. Yeah, okay. I don't know. If I get so- it all the time. I didn't know if something was trying to get a hold of me. Because, uh, like, the story behind that is, that like, it's... Uh, it's an old folk tale, but it's not scary or anything. It's just a cool fact to know is that, like, that means, like, somebody's talking about you. Ah, yeah. I thought that's when uh, you got goosebumps. Uh, that's when somebody – oh, no. When you get goosebumps, somebody's walking over your grave that you're going to be buried in the future. Oh. So if you always have goosebumps, you must be getting buried in the middle of, like, Times Square or something. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. But, yeah, I have heard that, that high-pitched thing meant that somebody was, was talking about you. Maybe somebody is talking about me. That's cool. Maybe they want my my sexy body. Yeah. Goodbye, guys. Hey, so that is our Halloween episode. Uh, So go out there, get your whore a ween on. uh, uh, Unless you're a five-year-old, then don't do it. Yeah, yeah. If you're a five-year-old, keep your fucking clothes on. Uh, Heck, if if 12 and under, just don't do that. Oh, well, even after 12, dude, if you're 18 or older, it's acceptable. Anything below, don't get your horroween on. Okay, 14 and under. For me. <laughs> oh, whoa, for you? For me. Okay, okay. So, all right, so I shouldn't ask you what your, your girlfriend's dressing up for Halloween then, huh? Nah. No, okay, so we, we will leave that for a future episode when we talk about your girlfriend dressing <laughs> up for horroween. All right, guys, so if you guys have any awesome Halloween stories, make sure to write to us at ghostft at yahoo.com. And that is ghostft at yahoo.com. And if you're not already, make sure to subscribe here on YouTube. And click that notification bell so get over and push out a new video. And uh, also, if you comment, the first person to comment on this video will be pinned. Ooh, and nothing like being pinned on a Halloween in your Halloween costume. Yep. Yeah. 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 All right, guys. So uh, it, once again, if you guys are listening to this via podcast, make sure to leave a positive comment. If you liked this, if not, uh, even if you do make a negative comment, I will still read it. <laughs> I will read any comments that are left on anything. Just like, man, your channel sucks. We we will still read it. And uh, as a programming note, I pro- we probably won't have an episode out and next week um, because I will be out of town for a full week. Uh, so the following week, maybe we'll do a live show and uh, read viewer November. comments. We haven't read, read viewer comments in a couple of shows, so. Man, I got to comment on all the videos then because I got to, like. Uh, pump your YouTube channel? Yeah, man. I got to keep doing that. <laughs> all right. So uh, stay tuned for that. We'll do a live, and maybe we'll do a, uh, uh, maybe then, uh, you know, because I got a lot of time on my hands when I'm traveling, and I'm going to take my, because uh, my, I got a a card what are those tarot cards i want to learn how to read tarot cards so maybe then at live we will read somebody's future on the program Ooh, spooky all right guys so i am nick 
I am Trent. And as always, everyone has a story to tell. Everyone has a story to tell. And always, stay spooky. Stay spooky. And good evening. Happy Halloween. Happy Halloween. And God bless everyone. <laughs> good night, guys.